here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Lonnie, did you dye your beard? Nope. nope. <laughs> Always been that dark and luscious? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, you taking care like of it, lighter? hit the oil. It looked a little darker. I don't know. All right. Are we? Are you guys ready to go live? I'm ready. Yeah. Be doing talking nonsense. May as well do it <laughs> in front of uh, potentially an audience. Okay. We are. Meeting is now live on YouTube. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So welcome everybody back. Anybody who's watching, welcome back to Fantasy TE. Let me see, make sure our chat is set up. Yep. Looks good. All right. Um, all right. So welcome back. It's been a little while. My name, once again, Nick Masick. We also have Vital DeJuist and Lonnie Cox. Lonnie, your place is, you look like you're nicely set up for it looks, everything looks very, very nice behind you. Like you have, like you planned this almost. I, uh, I got a job where I work from home. So uh, <laughs> no, it's no. actually a disaster everywhere else in my room. Uh, <laughs> but this looks good so that when my boss sees, she thinks I have my life together. That's so. good. Well, I thought you did too. I didn't really think I did. I'm big on the virtual backgrounds, Rob. So fake. I have a fake office in my background too. I love the fake office background. When you start with that, I'm like, oh, it's these. Like, oh yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like half the time when you first come on, it's that. All right. So uh, we advertised it today. I don't know if anybody is actually watching yet, um, but we may as well give them what they what they paid for. Uh, we have. <laughs> <laughs> to catch everybody up who has followed the podcast and paid attention at all. Last year, uh, last season, we had a competition between myself, Vital, and Lonnie, where we would, uh, we, we would pick every week, we would pick the worst quarterback, the worst fantasy quarterback of the week. And uh, so the worst quarterback won. We had always, we each would rotate and we'd pick a different quarterback every week who we thought was bad, who's going to be bad. And we also played DraftKings on Monday Night Football uh, against each other and a couple other games and through the playoffs as well with an allotted point total. We also picked preseason who we thought was going to make it to the Super Bowl and who was going to win the Super Bowl. Now, based on all of these different contests and competitions, we had a running tally and point totals uh, for each one of them. The winner got to the, the prize was there's no money involved. The prize was the winner got to select a henna tattoo that the loser would have to wear uh, for an extended period of time, however long it lasts. Uh, we quick recap, Lonnie picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, which was fantastic. Vital blew both of us out of the water and um, I by pick and you picked Vital picked both Super Bowl teams, but he picked the Chiefs to win. I picked one of the Super Bowl teams, but I picked the Bucks and I picked them to win. Uh, so I actually did pick the Super Bowl winner, and I beat Lonnie. I beat you only because the Bucks won the Super Bowl. It was right. it came down to the Super Bowl. Uh, so my preseason pick of the Bucks is just it was amazing. Like it was, all the money in the world 
could not possibly have replaced what I got to witness last night. <clears throat> and Tom Brady saved you. Save <laughs> <laughs> me again, like my, my Lord and Savior, Tom Brady. Um, he's the best. So, <laughs> so last night, me and Vital went down to Miami, and we met up with Lonnie, and Vital brought the henna tattoo, the temporary tattoo, with him, which we administered. Uh, Vital helped Lonnie put it on and and should we reveal the tattoo i feel like now's the time it's up to you i think <laughs> I'm, I'm, i've got all the necessary equipment <laughs> <laughs> i think it's up to you we can't do it for you so. whatever you're ready lift up that shirt <laughs> show everybody the tattoo that vital got for you <laughs> vital can you make that face <laughs> It's perfect. I like that you left. I like that you left the this part on for whatever reason the like the shirt to give it the like extra depth. I think it matters, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so Lonnie, how does it feel to have Vital with you at all times? You know what's really funny is that I have a mirror um, in my bathroom. Yeah. So I always like pee, like looking at myself, basically. Mm-hmm. And this morning I died laughing. Uh, just like there was Vital. I forgot about it. You know what I mean? You wake up in the morning, you're not like with it, really. Oh, my God. That's, that was very funny to me. Very funny. <laughs> oh, did he look happy or did he look disappointed? He happy. <laughs> Vital looked like he was happy to be there. <laughs> For sure. I was enjoying the show. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm the captain now, by the way. I have all the power <laughs> in this dynamic. This is not like oh, oh right, because now you have <laughs> you can do whatever right. you want to his face. I decide <laughs> what Vital does now. <laughs> Keep my face innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I told Vital, I said I told him he should change that to his profile picture. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Oh, it looks so good. It looks so much like you too, man. It's amazing. It really does. It really is great. For yeah, for any of the viewers, you plug that website. I forget their name. Momentary Inc. or something, but they did a good like job, that. man. So for anybody who's who's listening and not watching, you're missing out. You should go watch at least the beginning of this episode on YouTube because and there'll be clips up on on Facebook and Instagram pages as well. But Vital ordered <laughs> for that and a tattoo for Lonnie. Vital ordered. A an outline of his face, which we put, which is lo- like it's an almost it's got to be close to ten inches tall, and we put it on Lonnie's freshly shaved belly, <laughs> with his mouth right over his belly. <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It really, like, at first, I wasn't sure about that. <laughs> it's it is it's gorgeous. So, I personally, I I don't think we should change this part of the uh, podcast because it was way too much fun i think we should just keep you know I, I you know obviously we can change the henna tattoo potentially like if although if i win next year and lonnie loses i might still do it with hell's face like i might just do it again back again <laughs> it's, it's so good i think we should just make this part of that part of the podcast <laughs> consistent every year i don't know i might put a picture of both of us this time like just oh, me and you just <laughs> that would be awesome i like it i love it well anyway we'll, we'll see who so uh podcast but as far as the contest goes for next season you guys i mean 
I felt like it was pretty good, the scoring system that we had in place. I mean, just by virtue of the fact that it came right down to the Super Bowl, you know, I felt like it was it was a very good scoring system. And I think I don't if there's any other elements you guys want to add into the contests, we can. But I think we should keep what we already have, you know, because it was good. Yeah, I think we have a good system because it's like we have like a triple like scoring route. Like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I mean, we had, maybe we could even add playoff teams. We could pick playoff teams. That would be another fun little twist because we only picked Super Bowl teams and mm-hmm. a lot of. Teams. I thought we picked, didn't we pick AFC, NFC championship games as mm-hmm. well? I mean, I, we picked it, but it might not have counted towards. Yeah, we picked it, but we definitely did pick. Oh, maybe we can, oh. maybe we can add a MVP and defensive player. The Ooh, year. I like that. That's a good yeah. twist. Okay, I'm going to add this to the notes. Hang on. Um, we're going to add. MVP pick and defensive player of the year. Do you want to, I mean, if we do DPOI, should we do OPOI also? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's not always the same as the MVP. True. So defensive, offensive, and overall MVP. Yeah, those would be fun little bonus points. And do you want to pick like playoff teams overall? Like we can pick all the playoff teams. That's, that's hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, I would say we should probably pick, like, we could pick maybe division winners, which is also – Yeah. Winners would be- uh, and we could do, like, uh, championship games and Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, I like that. What do you mean actually pick the – well, because we're picking preseason. Preseason, we should do – I, I liked picking Super Bowl teams and Super Bowl winner preseason. But you're saying we should do it as we go as well? No, no, no. I think yeah. when we do that, we, in, we, in, we also pick – you know, we can pick the championship game, Super Bowl, Super Bowl winner. And, yeah, everyone who's going to win the division. And the division Dolphins. winners. <laughs> the championship, interestingly enough. Dolphins can win the division this year, for sure. They could. Anybody can win that division. Um, interestingly enough, the Bucks were not a division winner last year. Right. They were a wild card. So that's – The Saints, I think, were, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Saints won the division. Bucks won <laughs> – I think they're going to plow through that division this year, but we'll get to that. Um all right. So I like that. I like those little add-ons. That's going to be fun. Let's get to, uh, so let's talk news a little bit. Uh, first thing first, the Aaron Rodgers saga, like what do you guys think is going to, what's the, what do you feel right now? You basically, basically tell me what you've heard, what you've been watching. What do you think is really going to happen? Gun to your head, season starts. Where is he going to be? What's going to be happening? Gun to my head, I think Rodgers is playing season starts. I think he's doing a little – he's doing his show, and he's got a little bit of a point to do his show, but he's going to play. You think he's I gonna, don't think they're going to trade him. I don't think they're going to deal for him. You think <laughs> he's going to play for the Packers. You think this is mm-hmm. all going to go away. Did you see yeah. what happened today, or, like, was it yesterday? Uh, no. He had an interview. The, the GM of the Packers, which is a publicly traded team, there's no owner. So the GM of the Packers – came out and made some weird some comments about Rogers like he's a very what do you say? he he kind of called him a weird guy basically I forget the exact phrasing but he was like he's a, yeah he's kind of a weird guy um and Rogers released a video and he's talking and he sounds nice but he's got a shirt on that says I'm offended on it like a black shirt <laughs> says I'm offended on the shirt and uh that was just like the last two days it was not good so Lonnie what do you what's your take what do you think I mean, I've heard a lot of stuff, a lot of rumors coming around. Like I heard basically the day of the draft that it was basically a done deal that Aaron Rodgers was going to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Uh, Haven't heard or seen anything else about that. 
As a matter of fact, I've heard that Deshaun Watson wants to play for the Denver Broncos now. So I don't know. I, I don't know uh, necessarily like what's going to happen in terms of what team could trade for him. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably too expensive for any team to kind of grab. I don't think anyone can afford, you know, uh, what Aaron Rodgers would cost. And then again, it's like, you know, do we give up? what are we willing to mortgage our future on based on Aaron Rodgers, who has what three years left? You know what I mean? So we could potentially, you know, the Denver Broncos did it with Peyton Manning. They won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Was, was it worth uh, it? I'll say it was worth it. I mean, definitely for them, it was worth it for sure. Yeah. Um, but again, like now you're starting to see Denver suffer a little bit from the result of that trade where they can't make a lot of moves yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Denver didn't trade for Peyton Manning. Indianapolis released him, right? Something like that. Yeah. So he was a free agent or something yeah, and he just a, signed. I, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. But, but um, they're willing to do that. They're willing to deal, to your point, Denver is one of those teams. They're willing to mortgage their future a little bit to take a shot to win a super, to win now. They're, they're definitely willing to do what it takes to win now. But I don't think Denver wins now with Aaron Rodgers. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like just because they add Aaron Rodgers does not make them, you know, does not a Super Bowl team make. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what happens with Aaron Rodgers. I know that Aaron Rodgers has a lot more power than most players in his position that, would, that are doing something like this. Like I remember, Pretty recently, all of the receivers didn't show up to OTAs. Like the entire starting receiving core just didn't show up to organize team activities. And that sucks. Like when you're the GM and you're trying to like make a move and make a statement and like set the tone for your your control over your team and all of your receiving core is like, yeah, we're not coming to practice if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. So that sucks, man. You know? And that's what does Rogers want? Like, what would get Rogers like out and playing right now? Like, I don't see like his end game in all this. Like, what could the the Packers do right now for you to play? Nothing really. I tell you what, they could have done, which I we were talking about this last night. That's how yeah, but they could have made a real run at Julio Jones. Now I don't know if that's in their budget, but if they got really, you know, anything's possible. And Julio, I don't think is that expensive right now. If they had mortgaged some draft capital and mortgaged their future to win now, and they had landed and they had gone out and said, listen, if we get Julio, will you show up to work? And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Right. He would have been on board with that, I think. But that's the problem is, is they're not taught. They don't talk to him. I know. That's what Aaron Rodgers is really pissed off about. (laughs) I can't remember who it was, but somebody, it might have been either Pat Mahomes or, Somebody, maybe Dak, Dak Prescott, somebody was in the meetings with the GM during the draft to mm-hmm. see like who, what receivers and offensive linemen they wanted. And like, they really had a part in selecting. I mean, I'm sure Tom Brady, of course, gets that kind of treatment, Oh yeah. but like it's Aaron Rodgers, dude. Like you're drafting a quarterback and not telling him you're not getting him a receiver. You know, you're saying like, I don't know if it's in the Packers budget. Why not? Who do the Packers have that's costing them so much money? Devontae Adams? They have one other all-pro player? I think. I mean, Aaron who Jones, else is on that team? Pretty sure. Aaron Jones? Yeah. Nah, Aaron Jones is not like they, is not a top 10 NFL player. No, they could have – I'm going to go out on a limb here and say they could have made it work to get Julio for the amount of money. Of course. They could have done that. They could have done that. 
and they didn't. And maybe they him. did try though. Did With, are we sure they didn't make a play on him? I'm pretty sure. I mean, dude, if they had really wanted him, they could have offered more than the Titans did. Like that's just you know, maybe and, if I'm Julio Jones, I think the Titans are in a better position to win than uh, the Packers. That's me personally. Of course, that's if true. You add Julio Jones to the Packers last year, I think they beat the Bucks, and I think they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they almost beat the Bucks anyway. They were right down there on the, you know, at the end. I don't know, man. I don't see. I think, all things being equal, they have a much better chance at beating the Bucks in that NFC Championship. I don't. Sure. I think the Titans have a better chance of beating the Bucks with Julio Jones right now. Titans sure. aren't going to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm saying if they get the Packers, might not get. They always choke in the conference yeah, finals. If you're, no, the oh, Titans James, could easily make the Super. If you're could saying easily Julio, get to the Super Bowl, they. I don't know about easily, but they could get there. They um, were – I mean, who did they lose to? They lost to the Bills? Probably the Bills yeah. or the Chiefs. Real close. They lost. They did not – they did not – They dri- not, it was like on the last couple drives or something like that. But You talk about the Bills, the Chiefs, the Browns, the Ravens are going to be, I think, challenging again. I, it's I like, would say the Titans are right there at the top of the conference. With they're in, yeah. They're in that Buffalo, mix. Buffalo, Kansas City. I agree. They're in that mix, but it's not going to be easy for any of those teams. Nobody's going to have an easy walk through the AFC, I don't think. It's going to be tough for everybody, which is great. It's great for us. What I'm saying is if Julio had a choice to say, hey, do you want to go play with Aaron Rodgers for a couple more years, or do you want to go play in Tennessee where they just hand it to Derrick Henry? I think he would have jumped on the opportunity to go play with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, because in the NFC, you have to go through Brady. You have to go through the Saints. you got to go through a lot of tough teams, dude. He's a receiver. He wants the ball. He doesn't give a fuck about who they have to go through. Like, man, I don't know about the ball. You also have to remember that there was no guarantee that Rodgers would be the quarterback. No, I know. I'm just saying, hypothetically, that would have been the play. If they had wanted, really, really, really wanted Rodgers to show up to work, that would have been the move to make. It was right. I don't know if they do. The timing was no, they don't. I don't think they do. So it doesn't if, seem like they care to have him on their team. So if they don't care to have him on the team, what do you do? Are they going to trade him? Are they just going to, they're not, it would be stupid not to try to get something for him right now. You know, even if it is just another young, like trade him for Drew Locke and then a draft pick. You know, get another quarterback in your room who's, you know, got potential, who's got some talent, who's got some experience. Maybe they want to see if he sits out, then you see what the rookies, a class of QBs are doing and who's available to trade. Maybe they do that. Because I don't see anyone they would go for right now that's good for them. Do you? I don't see a QB that's useful to Packers right now. I, well, I mean, if they, if they really do like, uh, What's his name? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Then, mm-hmm. you know, bringing any other quarterback in who's got, you know, backup, quality backup. There's somebody else, though, that they got that's a backup, too. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, they got it. They got a backup. They signed some bullshit guys. But nobody – like, Drew Locke might have a future as an NFL starter, at least for at a period of time. Like, he look, he's looked very good at times in Denver when he's healthy. Um, so, if you could get a Drew Locke and some draft capital to build on – I think you do it. I think you got to do that if you're the Packers, especially if Aaron said he'll go play there, you know, that he'll sign off on that, on that trade where he'll, you know, that's what, what he wants. I think the Packers, I mean, they're, they're going to cut off their nose to spite their face. If they just let them sit, like get something like that's always the thing with teams. It's like, how stubborn are you to stick it to this guy who you kind of dicked over a little bit? You know, you've been kind of fucking him around for a little while. Just, Get something for him. That's all I say. Make your team better. That's your job. Make your team better.
bottom of the line, bottom, bottom line, make your team better. Do what you can to make your team better. And that's fantasy philosophy as well. Um, <laughs> Lonnie's like, no, fuck that. Make you guys sit on the bench. Screw the other teams. No, 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 no. I, I agree. <laughs> I think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers should be playing in the NFL. And if he's not going to play for you, like any businessman would say, yeah, you sell, you sell your high value asset if you're not going to use it. Right. And you sell it outside the conference, which is, you know, Denver's right there. Perfect. You're not going to see them potentially at least until the Super Bowl. So they don't really, it doesn't really hurt you uh, in the immediate future. If you, if you let them go that way. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. All right. So eh, that's, Enough Rogers talk, I guess, for now. How do you feel? So we talked a little bit about Julio to the Titans. You guys like that move? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Elevates the Titans a lot, I think. Um, but they didn't give always... up a lot for it either. Okay, so here's the thing, though, because they lost. Let's remember that they they lost. Uh, who's their number two receiver last year? Corey Davis, who mm. had a really good season last year. Um, so they essentially replaced Corey Davis with Julio Jones. Uh, Corey Davis obviously is on the upward trajectory of his career. Julio is probably starting to decline a little bit, but, you know, definitely a better player. Are they a whole lot better than they were last year based on that, based on swapping Julio for, for Corey Davis? I think Julio so. Jones is one of the greatest receivers in the history of the NFL. No doubt. And then even a, even if he's not physically, he has that aura around him. He's going to pull defenses. Like, so it, it helps out the whole team. Julio Jones is going to make a lot of plays this year. That is a guarantee. I think, I think they're only better if he stays healthy. I think Julio for nine oh. games versus Corey Davis for 17 games is kind of a wash. Honestly, wins, losses, I think, I think you get about the same. If Julio only plays nine games this year, which, I mean. Hey, man, which nine games? Nice. <laughs> but Tennessee's also going to run the ball a lot more. They have yeah. a better offensive line. He's going to get yeah. better looks. He's got A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. He's got but, the tight end that's really good. I can't remember his name. No, no, no. Smith is gone. He's with the Patriots. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, it's a totally different situation. Like, I don't see Julio Jones. Julio Jones is not the number one receiver right now, is he? Will he be the number one? I don't know if he's healthy. Maybe it's going to be tough. I, I don't know. AJ Brown. I'm might saying be- it's like it's a it's an interesting thing. It's a totally different situation. Like, but was he really the he number? Good. Was he the number one in Atlanta or was Ridley? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Of course, he was the X receiver big time. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm talking about like schematically. I'm talking about like you have an X Y Z receiver. Right. So who's your X? Is it AJ Brown or is it is it going to be Julio Jones? I'd say AJ Brown, honestly, uh, if for no other reason, probably the speed and the athleticism is superior to Julio at this stage of his career. AJ Brown's a freak athlete. He's super fast. And as great as Julio is and was, he's not what he was like is right. and was is also while he's still going to be very productive and one of the dominant you know players in the league, I, I don't think, but he's got to stay healthy for it to really be an upgrade. I think. Uh, if he doesn't play more than nine games this year, I don't think they win more games with Julio than they would have with Corey Davis. Because Corey Davis made a huge leap last year. You got to remember that as well. He was one of the best uh, fantasy receivers in the league. He was better, I think, in fantasy than A.J. Brown was. Uh, so, <clears throat> anyway, that'll be uh, – but, yeah, love the move by the Titans. I like the win now attitude. I like the win now mentality. It's good. So we haven't talked about since the draft. We had last episode was our pre-draft special. 
Let's talk about landing places for these new QBs and how we think they're going to fare on the teams and in fantasy. Um, first, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. What do you guys think? Fantasy relevant? Is he going to struggle? Are they going to? Oh, fantasy relevant? No, he'll be like Joe Burrow last year. Like, you know. Yeah. Pick him up if you need it, but like, I don't think he's going to. Waiver wire. You out of the water. Remember, so what round would yeah. you pick up Trevor Lawrence in? Fantasy draft. 13 late round. Yeah. yeah. It may be. If I pick a second quarterback, he might be my second quarterback. Um, unless we're talking about dynasty, of course. Mm-hmm. Although the, keep in mind the, the Jags had a really bad defense. And I think that might help his fantasy numbers because he's going to have to be playing catch up um, more than likely throwing the ball a lot, running a lot, you know, he'll probably get a bunch, he'll probably get some scrambling touchdowns because he's that athletic. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I see him. How about Zach Wilson for the Jets? Better situation fantasy-wise than Trevor Lawrence or worse? Worse. Yeah, just because it's the Jets. Jets added some pieces. Jets added Corey Davis. Um, they also Jets drafted some guys. Hmm? They're so bad. Their defense is not bad, and they did just – they added Robert Sala, who's a defensive-minded coach. I think, right. I think Zach Wilson might get – more possessions because of that defense um whether or not they turn him loose with that he, now he's another guy he can run he's got he's a dual threat guy isn't he, isn't he? Uh, yes he's got a great yeah, but that's dangerous good. for a freshman qb start running dude <laughs> yeah i think but i think he's gonna have to i think he's going to run um i think he i don't know so you think worse worse fantasy numbers overall for zach wilson than trevor lawrence yeah yes I like his receiving core a little bit better, I think, than Trevor's. Um, well, but you're forgetting that Trevor Lawrence has Tim Tebow, dude, and Tim Tebow. <laughs> the X Factor. Chosen <laughs> by the Lord. <laughs> Tim Tebow. <clears throat> oh, man, that's, that's good. All right, so Justin Fields, Chicago. Let's talk about him. Fantasy. Do you think he is a star- legitimate fantasy starter this year? I think he'd do well in – Chicago, dude. Chicago receivers put put, put up points for me. So, if bro, what's that guy's name? I can him? never remember his name. Is it Albert? Allen Robinson? Robinson? No, oh. no. Number twelve. What does he play? Receiver. Receiver for Chicago. He is so good. Mooney. That, I cannot remember his name right now. You're talking about Mooney, are you? Yes. Uh, Darnell Mooney is that his name? Daryl Mooney. Daryl Darnell. Mooney. He's yeah, that he, guy. Trust me yeah, when I say that if that guy has a quarterback, you are going to be hearing his name a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got uh, – what's his name? Um, we were just talking about for the Falcons, that kind of potential, I think. Ridley? Like Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley potential, which is weird because Calvin Ridley's brother is on the Bears too, I think, <laughs> um, his younger brother. He is Mooney. a phenomenal receiver that has been like kind of overshadowed like, – I watched an entire highlight reel of him where he didn't make a single catch because every single ball was like overthrown, put <laughs> out of his reach. Yeah. And he was just like, like the moves that he was putting on people. He is a special talent yeah. that has been hidden away. And I'm calling it in June. Watch. I want to see what happens with the what, two of them. Alan so Robinson, round, Darryl Mooney. What round are you looking at Mooney in fantasy? What do you think? Is he a third round? I don't know, man, because this is one of those ones where it's like, for me personally, I, I start taking chances like that mm-hmm. towards the end, right? So if 
I see someone floating around, you know, like. You think he's going to get past the ninth round? No, I don't think it's fine. Mooney? I mean, did, did you, were you guys even thinking of him before I brought it up? Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I love the Bears. He's receivers. on my radar. I know he's his number two receiver, and Fields elevates all of those receivers. Right. Up. That's right. So, yeah, I think he's going to be projected higher than last year. I think he's right. he's the clear number two receiver on what is going to be an improved passing offense. I don't yeah. think he gets past <laughs> most people's leagues, but that's because he's, he's going to be on the Bears, and I don't think people believe in them. But I think he should. I, I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be like a seven, eight-rounder guy. I think he's – and I think that's where he'll be projected. I think he'll go – I don't think he's going to go much higher than his projection, but maybe a little bit. But I think he's going to be projected pretty high in fantasy. Um, so Fields. Fields is Fields, a fantasy starter, a low-end QB1. Take a chance. Yeah. Right? Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson – if I'm drafting a second quarterback, I'm taking Justin Fields for sure. What if he's like, your first quarterback? Would you take him as your first quarterback, like down the line? If you would you over like a Matt Ryan or a you know a guy like that to take a chance? What are you taking, Tom Brady or Justin Fields? Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Fields is he's a runner though, isn't he? He's going to get those ground yardage. He is, but again, Tom Brady is going to get you. You know, so, Tom Brady will drop three forty burgers a season, or yeah, you know, yeah. So. I don't think Justin Fields is going to do that right away. He yeah. could. He could. He could. All right. You know, like, I'll tell you, this is what I did with Lamar Jackson, Lamar's rookie year, is I had him as a second. You know yeah. what I mean? I had him on the bench. And you were And, um, you know, you take a chance on some guys like that. <laughs> That's, yeah. I think Fields he's is going to waste be, their potential. <laughs> he's going to be on rosters. I don't know if he starts day one, but he's going to be rostered. Um, all right. Let's talk about other rookie QBs down the line. Trey Lance with the 49ers. What do you think? Is he a waiver wire guy? Is he a guy that you think is going to struggle early in the year? Is he just not going to get a lot of points because he's on the 49ers offense where they just run? You know? I mean, he's do got, they do I they're going to get points. I think they're going to give a lot of short passes in the uh, in the red zone. I think he's, he's going to get points. He's got catch and run guys. He's got yeah. Ayuk. Uh, I think he's going to make a, a leap this year, and he was good last year. Ayuk and Samuel and, uh, of course, George Kittle. George Kittle, they're all catch and run guys. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to throw it deep. He doesn't have to do that kind of stuff. To I get think he's going to do well. Maybe not win a lot of games, but his points will be like there. Yeah, is he a is he a waiver wire quarterback or is he a draft him late on you know keep him on your bench quarterback? I feel like we're gonna. I feel like he's going to be on the waiver wire all year. Like people will pick him up if they need him and then drop him again. I think maybe he's a pickup on the waiver wire in the first couple of weeks and someone's going to keep him as their backup. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on how deep you're leading. I mean, he could also drop a 40-burger one week. You know what I mean? He's he's one of those guys you don't know. I like, think Zach Wilson is not going to score 40 points this season. You know what I mean? Like, that is just – that's not going to happen. No? So, <laughs> but Trey Lance, he could. I, I think Zach Wilson outscores Trey Lance this year in fantasy. I think he's. Mm. I think Zach. Wilson. That's a that's a hot. That's a scorching hot take. Is it? Uh, he really believes in the Jets, man. <laughs> I believe in the Jets. I like Zach Wilson. I just don't. I, I, I like Zach Wilson. And I don't I see it in, happening. I believe I mean, the Jets defense is going to give Zach Wilson so many short fields to work with. The 49ers defense is incredible. They just were all hurt they last are. year. But they also like to run the ball a whole lot more than I think the Jets are going to. Jets. Jets but are, that was with. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's a like dunk a dink and dime quarterback, and uh, Nate Nick Mullins and 
That, you know, that is that is Shanahan offense. Lemmy, Lemmy the dancing frog was their quarterback for I know, but a couple I see, weeks. That's a, that's a Kyle Shanahan offense. But Kyle Shanahan wanted that Pat Mahomes style for a reason. They came up and got him mm. third overall for a reason. I think you're going to see a little bit of a different style of the 49ers this year. They've got Raheem Mostert for sure. Can he catch? I don't think it's going to be this year. I think it might be next year. I don't think it's well, going to I think they're going to start moving towards a different style of offense. They're going to sure. start. They're going to start. But I think Mac Jones is uh, – or not Mac Jones. I think Zach Wilson's more ready to go than uh, – in that offense, I think he's going to put up more numbers than Trey Lance. That's just my feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. All right, speaking of Mac Jones, Mac Jones, do we think he's going to be the day one starter for the Patriots? No, week six. Week six? Vital? Uh, I don't – earlier, maybe uh, week three or four. I Cam like, Newton's supposedly doing pretty well. I've heard the opposite, dude. I've heard just a bunch. I yeah. saw clips of him overthrowing a bunch, and then they put uh, what's his face clips, and he's hitting them right on target. So Mac Jones, right. they say he's been throwing nice balls in practice, but throwing nice balls is not the same as mastering an offense. But he right. is supposedly very smart, and you know, it should be able to. They think he's going to be able to pick up the offense. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, Vital. I think more like week three or week four, we're going to see Mac Jones, especially if they start like zero and two, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look good in the first couple of games. You're just going to see Mac Jones get right in there. Um, I don't know though. You got a lot of those defensive guys are coming back, so yeah, Patriots could be a different team. They are going to be. They already are a different team. You're right. The defense yeah. is going to be back to not obviously what it was because I don't think it ever will be. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. Good, and you got Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, two bookend tight ends. Uh, and they got a good receiver too, didn't they? Nelson Aguilar. Oh. Uh, yep. And they also have those young receivers that they've been developing that, right. you know, potentially will be better and healthier this year. So their their passing offense is probably going to be more geared towards Cam Newton this year, but Mac Jones is the future, I think. Obviously, Mac Jones is the future. So regardless, aside from the – potential Aaron Rodgers move and all these rookie QBs. There's a lot of quarterbacks that change teams this year. We got a lot of new starting quarterbacks. Let's go down that list as well. Cause me and the tower talking, starting to think about who's our week one worst QB pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've got Sam Darnold in Carolina. How you guys like that? That pairing. I want to see Sam Darnold have a chance. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's see. He's got, it. He's got his chance. This is it. They're giving it to him. He's going to have a chance. Uh, I like it. I think it could be, I think it could really work well. You know, I, I also think it has a high, there's a high ceiling there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, Hey, what's up? Man? I'm, I'm doing the podcast. Here. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Sam Darnold could be really good in Carolina. You give him, cause he's got really good receivers and he's got a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Like what more can you ask for? for a right. And he's another catch guy. So even if they're runs, they're going to be points for him. Boy. Exactly. Right. You know, yeah, McCaffrey's going to – so I don't think he's going to be on our worst QB pick list. Is he fantasy no. relevant, you think, this year, Sam Darnold? No, no, no. Not Darnold. until week six. got to let that develop. It's – man, I don't know. The way McCaffrey catches the ball and what he does with it, it's, it's – But then I want to see what Sam's Darnold's IQ is. Like, how much of it was his fault? I want to see, like, what he's doing. Right. If he's going to be make those mistakes or what. Okay. I think he might, he might be backing up on some teams. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's a fun one. Fitzpatrick in Washington. I don't think it's points wise. I think he's going to do what he does. Like, you know, maybe a couple of games. 
He's going to win a bunch. Of, I think he'll win a lot of games with that defense. I think they might be a, a, a double-digit win team. I think they could win 10 or, 10 or more. Um, they did last year, I think, didn't they? Did they win 9 or 10? I think they won 10 last year. I just don't think uh, Fitzpatrick's going to be fantasy relevant. I don't think he ever really is, you know? like I, Some games he'll put up 30. Yeah, that's, but you, you picked him up because you needed to if you got him. I know, but sometimes he would deliver. It's – I just love that he's going there, and I think they could win. I think they could win a bunch of games. I think they could get in as a as a wild card in that division. I really I like it. <laughs> I think that division's kind of suspect, and that defense is so good. I mean, that, let, let's not forget how good that defense is. He's an upgrade. Um, they did lose Ryan Kerrigan, though. They did. Where'd Ryan Kerrigan he go? He went to Philly. Did he? Okay. Something like that, or New England. One of those, I think. I think. I could be wrong. That sounds about right. All right. How about, speaking of a former Fitzpatrick guy's uh, teammates, how about Jameis Winston? We think he's going to be the starter in New Orleans, right? He is. I mean, who else would it be? Uh, Taysom Hill? No. Fuck Taysom Hill. No way. Man, doesn't the coach like it, Brad? (laughs) Not not to be the starter forever like that. No way. I think it's going to be Jameis. Jameis. Winston, fantasy relevant. Are you taking him? Are you taking him as your starter? And if so, how far down will you draft him? Where do you think he's going to go? I guess is a, is a better question. Uh, Let's remember Jameis Winston was putting up thirties, 30 points a game, dude. He was putting up DAC numbers a couple years ago. What do you think is going to be the the philosophy there? Cause you know, Sean Payton loves to throw the ball. Alvin Kamara is a great receiver out of the backfield. I don't believe in it, man. I think he's too reckless with the ball, and eventually he's going to get sacked. That's what I really think. It doesn't matter. He gets sacked. He throws interceptions. Then he comes back. I meant sacked. Like, he's not going to – what's his name? I got to put up with that, dude. Like, turn the ball over. I think he's their starter this year for the whole year. I think he puts up big fantasy numbers, whether they win or lose. I think he's going to be slinging it like he always did. And maybe with less less uh, interceptions, so less interceptions and better receivers. I mean, well, not better. You know, he did have Mike Evans, but yeah. Michael Thomas, Alvin yeah, Kamara. I mean, good. it's the best team he's ever played for. You know, I think so. Probably, yeah. Um, so you think where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to be a week one starter in a say twelve team league? Is he a top twelve fantasy quarterback right now, starting out? I don't think so. Hmm. I think he is. I think he's in the top 12. He's a third-tier quarterback, right? So usually you're going to get one or two third-tier starting quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be the 10th, 11th, 12th quarterback starting. Yeah. I think he's right there. It's the Saints, dude. They're going to put up 30 points. You know what I mean? So it really just depends on like – he played well when he was in there last year too. It's not like it's his first year on that team. It's not like it's his first year learning that offense. He's been there. And Drew Brees was his coach. Exactly. You know? Essentially, he was his quarterback coach, yeah. Plus, Sean Payton has always been a quarterback guy. So, I mean, he's had a year. Is it a year to learn, or has it been Has it been two years? Just it's one two. year. Two years? I think he's going to light it up. I think he's going to have a great year. I think he is. No, the- I guess it's one year because Tom Brady was there last year. Mm-hmm. And who was their quarterback before 
Tom Brady, it was Jameis Winston, right? Yeah. He, and they set that record, like most interceptions and yards or whatever it was. Most interceptions and – Well, it was like 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. It was something yeah. crazy. <laughs> Just, you know. Good for him. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. You never – Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis. <laughs> All right, I like him. I like him as a as a quarterback, as a low end starting quarterback. I think he's going to make some some team really happy, and I think that that could be a really good value pick later on later rounds on a team that loads top heavy with quality receivers and running backs. And you pick up Jameis late. That's a that could be a savvy savvy move. How about Carson Wentz in Indy? I like it. Mm-hmm. He's got a great team, dude. Great team. I think they're going to be a winning team. Do you think he's going to be a fantasy guy, a fantasy relevant guy? I see him riding the bench. Maybe somebody's back up. I don't see him putting up huge numbers, huge fantasy numbers. That is, I don't think it's going to be a ton of yards. I don't think it's going to be a ton of TDs. I think it's going to be pretty good, pretty consistently, but not. Yeah, probably. I think you're right because they have like true running backs too. They're not really like yeah, catchers. So. And defense. They're like built for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're, team, built so. the playoff. they're built to win. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to rely on Wentz. He's going to be that quality game manager is what I mm-hmm. mean. Um, he's going to be a guy where if you have him and, like, another guy who's okay, you're going to be fucking pulling your hair out deciding which one to start every week. He's that guy. He's going to be that guy, and it's going to be frustrating. So, um, How about Stafford with the Rams? I don't know, man. You guys are very big on Stafford, man, but I don't know. I know, I know, I know. Maybe I just don't see it. I love Stafford. I think it's it's the it's the it's the Lions. I mean, what is it about Stafford that makes you that makes you wonder? I don't know because I feel like he's had opportunities to produce more. I know everyone. He produces a lot, dude. His team is disgustingly awful. He's all. I mean, he's a four thousand yard quarterback consistently every year. He's been a 5,000-yard passer in his career. Right. He's, That's right. He's, he's like one of the toughest people in the NFL. Maybe I'm he, sleeping, but he's old by now too, right? Not that old. What he's year not, is it? Not he's that eight? old. He's probably 32, 33. One or two, I think. And he's in I think he's a year older than me or two years older than me. But, yeah, he's like – Low 30s. Yeah. He's not that old. Not that – right. His arm talent is off the charts. Elite arm he's talent. So he's a winner. He's a win- yeah, winner. So many comeback wins come from fourth quarter wins. Tough winner. Ice water. Yeah. What do you want? I mean, what do you want in a quarterback? Honestly, it's like Matt Stafford. Yeah, he, he's production. So much adversity, and he still comes. Dude, he produces. It's the defense that can't ever win the game. Like Matt Stafford and he's is never- not the reason that Detroit Lions lose no. ever. And he's you never- know what I mean? He never had an elite running back either. No elite running back, no elite offensive line, no elite defense. Where was he? He had Megatron. Yeah. And he had Eric Ebron. But like Eric Ebron is your best tight end and and ever. And you play for 10 years. It's like, what is your team doing to help you win? Ziggy Ansa? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the Packers should get him. (laughs) Dude, the Rams are they are beside themselves. Like they can't believe Sean McVay, I think, is. I, I bet he can't sleep. He's just like giggling in all night long, like oh, yeah. fucking Matt Stafford. I think he's they're gonna go nuts this year. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, yeah. Uh, Kate, what's their court? Uh, their running back now? 
Cam Akers. Cam Akers. So strong. And they, and they have Aaron Donald, that Jalen Rams. That's a squad. Team is loaded. It's going to be so hard to beat them. And they're in a tough division, and I'm picking them to win that division. I might pick them as uh, in the AFC in the NFC Championship. I think they go NFC Championship game probably. I don't week. think they go that far, but I, I'm going to change it. I do think he's a top ten QB, like points in fantasy. Oh, yeah, because I almost forgot about like his core his core receivers. Yeah, for he's sure. Going to be yes, he is now. Uh, yeah, he's now definitely a top ten. But I don't think his team gets far. And, you know. okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see about that. But definitely, he's a starting fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he's going to be great. Goff with the Lions, the other side of the coin. Goff, I think, takes a big... I like this better. And I, I know you guys think I'm tripping, bro. I think golf is going to, like, show you guys something this year. I'm not as much of a hater of golf as, as Lonnie is. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I just know what quarterbacks are. I like... Yeah. He's a rollout quarterback. He Apparently can't. you don't. You have my face on your stomach, bro. Like, <laughs> I didn't lose because of best quarterbacks. I, lost I mean, it didn't help you. DraftKings <laughs> and the Cowboys. <laughs> Quarterback was the only part I knew how to do. Jared Goff is just not that good. That's the problem. He's okay, but he's not that good. He can only do one thing, which is throw on the move, moving to his left. That's it. But he's very accurate doing it. He's very accurate doing that. But when he's not doing that, he is not good. He cannot move. He cannot like be like moved left. But you right. act like if I'm saying that is a more difficult thing to learn than learning how to stay it's throw it's standing. It's not about being still. difficult. It's no, about that's what, what I'm saying. Do All he has can. to learn is keep his feet still and throw. You think he can't figure that out? He can't. He can't I bet do he it. Does. And then what do you do? Like he doesn't. He doesn't do it. He's done. he's been in the league for years. He's been in the league for what? Four or five years now. Man, you give Matt Stafford all these chances, bro. Like, <laughs> golf. I'm not giving him chances. Season. I'm watching the tape. He's I'm watching the tape. Matt Stafford has been balling out for years. Years, bro. Years. Golf has a better. I think golf has a better season. He has been a great dude. Matt Stafford is one Super Bowl away from being a Hall of Famer. Like, correct. No yeah, question. That's correct. That. One Super Bowl. He might even be a Super Bowl appearance away from being a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. I think oh, that Stafford. I, I believe Stafford with the Rams, if he stays healthy, will end up in the Hall of Fame. That's my prediction. If he stays healthy with McVay for five more years, I think he goes out win, lose, or draw as a Hall of Famer with his numbers. His numbers are right? like one of my sleeper QB picks. If you guys can pick him up, man, like I'm telling you, he's going to get points out there. Don't do that. Do not listen to him. I told him. Do not listen to the winner of the loser's bracket. No. But oh. uh, also the Vital is the winner of the Interpodcast competition. So you're, you, you do have his I'm favorite. talking fantasy. We're talking uh, fantasy prowess right man, now. And I, none I, of you if, – if I am reign supreme. I was second place. <laughs> I reign supreme of quarterback picking. Do not pick up Jared Goff. Do not do it. I agree. Matthew I agree. Long. Do not pick up Jared let's, get to some, let's get to some more interesting, more intriguing second year QBs who are first going to be first time week one starters. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts with Philly. There's a lot of questions. He, you think, well, I know you're biased, obviously, but Why? he had some flashes and he had some good fantasy games last year. Jalen Hurts. Am I biased because he's an Eagle? Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. Jalen Hurts is not that good, and it's fine. Like, I don't – So, let's talk about both of these guys simultaneously. Jalen Hurts and Tua in Miami. 
I think because they both came in at the same time, they're both in kind of similar situations with teams that are trying to build, trying to rebuild, starting to come up a little bit, got a lot of young receivers. I feel like they're both in sort of similar situations, strong, pretty strong defenses, young offenses. Who do you think is going to have more success this year? And who do you think is a better overall quarterback right now? Two of both. Two is a better quarterback and it's going to have more success. Mm-hmm. You guys both think so, huh? Yeah. Jalen Hurts, I'll tell you what Jalen Hurts has in terms of advantage over Tua. Jalen Hurts is much stronger. Jalen Hurts is one of the strongest quarterbacks in the NFL. When Jalen Hurts came to Alabama as a freshman, he was a, a, a state champion powerlifter. He did a power clean, and his strength and conditioning coaches were like, you don't have to get any stronger <laughs> as a freshman. Jesus. So when he came into college, they were like, you're fine. Like, you don't need – We don't. your weight program does not consist of you gaining more strength. That's how strong Jalen Hurts is. So Jalen Hurts is incredibly strong. He's also a little bit more conservative, so he's not going to like – you know, I don't think he's going to turn the ball over quite as much as Tua will. Um, but – He's running the ball more in the NFL, so he's probably more prone to injury. Um, more prone to injury, but also running the ball more. More prone to <laughs> – Zach is watching. Zach says, what's up, Goobers? Hey, man, how you Zach doing? Wilson. No. How you doing? <laughs> Zach Wilson. Zach B. Zach, the, who doesn't care about or why. Yeah, what are you – why are you watching this? He just tuned in to see the – I think he just tuned in. Show him the, show him the henna tattoo. <laughs> well, oh, okay. He just he, he came to see the Is that why he did what he came to pull the cord aside. <laughs> Bring it closer so it looks we can see the face all I the- wish I could do that belly wave thing that like the fat guy did at camp. <laughs> you can believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because it looks like you're laughing on Lonnie's belly. <laughs> That's what you, I mean, that's, that's your money's worth, Zach. That's what you came for. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, what were we talking? Oh, so we're talking about two. I think here's the thing. Jalen hurts. He ran really well last year. I think the fact that he is running and also maybe the fact that he's so strong and durable, I think he has a higher fantasy upside because of the running because, and I actually think the Phillies offense is going to be less conservative than Miami's offense this year. <laughs> Zach, just laughed his ass off. <laughs> You're welcome, dude. Enjoy uh, that. We're going to post it on social media. Don't worry. <laughs> we got all the videos and everything. So that's good stuff. Um, all right. Then what about Denver? All right. Let's say they don't get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Zach says, that's got to be racist for some reason. How can it be racist? It's Vital's face. He wants multiple races. If anything, I'm unifying everybody. It's I'm everyone. Good. It, it brings cultures together <laughs> it would have been funny if you, it i was hoping it was going to be with your dreadlocks out though but because it looks like you usually look so it's it's it makes me happy um <laughs> so what do, all right, what do we think about the denver's quarterback situation assuming let's say potentially aaron Rodgers doesn't go there drew lock or teddy bridgewater are either one of them fantasy relevant guys lock had some good good games last year he had some he's super inconsistent, man. Because he, I picked him for the worst QB a couple of weeks, and I was right. Like he's, I don't know. But he also put thirty a couple of times. Yeah, true. So consistency is one of those things that sometimes changes. Like, you know, what's his name? Uh, Buffalo. He was uh, 
Oh, and then he had a little, yeah, he had, but he started good and then just had a bad stretch. It's like something happened. Oh, I'm not even talking about last year. I'm talking about the year before. He Mm. was very inconsistent and he made a step forward. I think we might see the same thing from Drew Locke if he gets a chance to start this year. I think he could end up being on that kind of trajectory because he, if he's healthy, he had some really good games and he's got some really talented young receivers. Started to see the chemistry build last year. He's a bench player, I think, who you might end up playing at some point. Matchup, you know, if you've got two quarterbacks, for instance, if you got Wentz and you got Locke, you're not in a great situation, but if you play the matchups right, you might be okay. Um, all right, let's move on. Is there any other quarterback talk we need to cover? I think that's pretty much gone through the whole ringer. Like everybody else is. I think Daniel Jones takes a step forward this year, but those are the, those are the guys who change teams and who I think is really, we might see some different things happening from any other quarterback commentary, Lonnie switching things up quarterback whisper. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk real quick. Let's talk about a couple other of the big draft picks uh, since that's really the, the moves that is different running back fantasy relevant rookie running backs. Uh, we got Travis Etienne going to the Jags. Where do you see him? Pretty good. Yeah. Top 15. Yeah. Uh, you mean like to be drafted or by the end of the season? Fantasy quarterback. Is he a top 15 fantasy quarterback? Remember they have James Robinson who was really good. No, uh, Travis Etienne will be the starting running back for sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, if he's a starter, he's worth having. I don't know, man. I don't know if he'll be top 15, but he'll be. Okay. But he's, he's a guy. He's a guy you're going to want. He's going to get picked up. Um, Najee Harris, Steelers. Mm-hmm. Do you think they feed him the ball? Is he going to be a? Is he going to be the top rookie running back? In I this think draft? they have to feed him the ball. Isn't Ben hurt again? I thought he left. He left training camp with an injury. Man, they're going to have to run a lot. I mean, Ben starts again, and also who's their other running back? Uh, Snell. What's his name? Benny Snell. <laughs> Benny Snell. Yeah. No, that's that, that shit ain't happening. So Harris yeah, is- Najee Harris is going to be a big, and they also lost uh, what's his name too, um, the guy that had cancer, James Connor. Connor, right? He's oh in- really? Yeah, I think he went to Arizona or Houston, something like that. It was either Arizona or Houston. I forget. Um, yeah, so Connor's not there anymore. Uh, Broncos picked Javante Williams, but they still got Melvin Gordon, who looked really good last year. Javante Williams. I don't know if you guys watched that UM. North Carolina game, but he embarrassed University of Miami, who had a pretty good defense. Uh, Javante Williams is a stud. He was in college, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, his style fits in the NFL. He's not as fast, I think, as you'd want to see somebody, but uh, mm-hmm. he is a very tough guy to get on the ground. So um, comparisons, I'm going to give him like a Ray Rice uh, similar style. Very small, not very okay. small, but Smaller guy, lower to the ground, hard to hit, runs through his face mask. Um, All right. Javante Williams could be a come up for sure. I think he's he's one of those guys that they're talking about like next year maybe. Yes. But he's going to he's gonna cut into Melvin Gordon's productivity, mm-hmm. um, but also potentially extend Melvin Gordon's career. People forget that Derrick Henry did not start the, his first year. Derrick Henry was the backup to DeMarco Murray. And I kept watching that being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this guy is going to be one of the greatest running backs in the NFL. And yeah. obviously he did become one, but sometimes guys come in in a good situation. They don't, you know, they don't get yeah. like beat down right away. 
They don't have so to. So I think I good think uh, Javante Javante is that his name? Javante Williams, yeah, that was it. Williams is in a good uh, is in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Zach says somebody do something funny. Uh, what about Derek Jeter? I heard he's really good. Zach does not watch any football whatsoever. <laughs> he's just here to heckle us and watch Lonnie. As, let's ask Zach how he feels about his favorite football player of all time, Troy Polamalu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach have better hair or worse hair than Troy Polamalu? Worse. Get the fuck out of here. Way worse. Come on, dude. Not even nearly as good. It's Top tier. Not even close. I mean, okay, what about now, though? Because... So Zach's hair better now than Palomalo's hair was then. That's the real question. No, I think still Palomalo's. No, no. Palomalo's hair now versus Zach's hair now because Palomalo's older. I, I haven't seen his hair. Are you taking Zach's hair versus Palomalo's hair? He was in those. He was in the. I head. mean, Zach doesn't have a Head and Shoulders sponsorship. Correct. So. <laughs> he also wasn't an NFL player. Right, but if Zach played in the NFL, would he get a Head and Shoulders sponsorship? Probably. I think definitely for sure. Absolutely. Zach would have a head and shoulders sponsorship if he was in the NFL right now. If he was yes. a starter in the NFL, no question about it. He's going right. to Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach says worse for sure. No contest. <laughs> All right. We got a couple more. Positions. How funny. I'm just, I don't mean to interrupt you, but how funny is it that Zach has never, does not give a shit about the NFL, but he knows who Troy Palomalo is. Of course he does. Like, yeah. That's so funny to me. That is hilarious. And he's not even technically Hawaiian. He's just kind of Hawaiian or Polynesian, whatever. No, he's definitely technically that. No, he's not Hawaiian. He's Polynesian. No, he's Polynesian and Mexican. Yes. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's good. A good combination. A great combination. Great combination. If Zach, if Zach cared at all about football, he would definitely Zach. Still not as good as Troy's hair. No. All right. Let's let's wrap up our football talk because I got to get going. Actually, I'm going to CNI tonight to do some comedy. A um, couple more positions. Michael Carter. Throw him in there for the Jets. He was a I think a second or third round running back. Possibly going to get some run. Possibly going to get some play. Um, top wide receivers in fantasy, rookie wide receivers. You got Jamar Chase going to Cincinnati, teaming up with his old buddy. Played with uh, played with him in college. Played with Joe Burrow in college. They got that chemistry. Have they shored like, up their line though? Hmm. Have they shored up their line, Cincinnati? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. That's I'm going to say maybe a little bit. I, I think, think that's a, that was a big problem for them, man. Like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter if he can't get the ball off to him. Like. <laughs> Of course, it was a big problem. But do we think Jamar Chase, Cincinnati, is he going to be a fantasy-worthy play? Is he going to be a flex guy? Uh, what do we think? Yeah? Going to be flex-ish range wide receiver. Like, you'll start him every week, but probably not in your top two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. How about Jalen Waddle with Miami? Is he fantasy relevant this year? We're not talking about over the ball. That's the question. Can they get him the ball? And will they get him the ball often enough to make him fantasy relevant? Of course, he's going to have a couple of good games and be explosive. But will will you draft him? Is he going to sit on your bench? Zach just asked, is Kaepernick still a guy? Zach, are, we have a uh, – he's not still playing. No, he's still a guy. But that is our, our worst QB. The name of our worst QB uh, – segment where we pick the worst QB of the week is I'd rather have Kaepernick than. So thank you for bringing that up, Zach. Bringing up relevant stuff. Not <laughs> anything about football. Jalen Waddle, though. Back to Jalen Waddle. Do we think, do we like him? Is he fantasy relevant? Would you pick him, pick him up and put him on your bench or is he just going to be like, a, ah, not this year? 
I mean, if he comes up, I think you draft him and see what he does. Yeah. If you have a position for him, yeah. Uh, Lonnie? Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Yeah, pick him up. I mean, upside. Big upside, right? Big upside. Okay. If you got room on, room on your bench, you take a shot at him. Uh, Devontae Smith, Philadelphia. Same deal? Yep. Pick him up, leave him on the bench, see what he does. Because yes. he could explode. He could have one of those Justin Jefferson rookie years. That's right. Those guys have that potential. And then here's the other guy. And this actually was my uh, one of my picks in my dynasty draft because I already had that. Elijah Moore with the Jets. He was not as high up on everybody's radar. I got him in the second round because I traded out of my first round pick for in my dynasty league. Elijah Moore with the Jets is probably the lowest end rookie wide receiver who's got potential, I think, to be fantasy relevant. He's a speedster. He's a he's the lightning bolt. Um, and they picked they drafted him with their high second round pick. Yeah, but don't don't they have a lot of receivers? I don't think it's gonna be a lot of fantasy points for him. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I he might be a starter though. He might be a week one starter. He might be some he might be a go-to guy. He was one of the high draft picks. I I figured yeah. I'd bring him up. Um definitely I was very happy to get him in Dynasty. And he is already he's he's already projecting like eight or nine points in the first week of a PPR league. So He's right there. He's right in the mix for those young receivers. How are you projecting week one in June? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just what it's what it's what happens. What preseason play out, bro? <laughs> I already know who my week one starters are going to be. Assuming nothing that's crazy. <laughs> this was fun. Ten out of ten would watch again. We would definitely have you back and watching again. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> speedster. I agree. No idea what he's talking about. <laughs> the last rookie that I think is going to be fantasy relevant, uh, Kyle Pitts. Where do you think he's going to finish the overall fantasy season rank uh, tight end rankings for Kyle Pitts? Where is he going to top end? ten? Easy. Top ten, top Easy. five. Is he a top? What team is he on? Uh, the Pats. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I think he sees an upgrade because of the Julio trade, right? Going to see more an increase in targets potentially from what he would have. He's big body. He's fast. They got. They could potentially use him to fill some of that role, not necessarily position wise, but in terms of what he does. Who's at the top of tight ends right now? It's George Kittle, Kelsey, uh, Travis, Kelsey, who else? Uh, Kittle, Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller. Right. Oh, Waller. So it's wide open at the top there. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, Kyle Pitts could conceivably be a top three tight end by the end of this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if he will, but that's his ceiling. I think you know? Yeah, I think so. I think he's probably safely in the top 10, which means he should be somebody's regular starter in fantasy. Would you? Would yeah, you I mean, if he's available, I'll take, I'll take him. You're taking For him. For sure. What round? What round would you take him potentially? What round do you expect him to go in? You know, the thing is, dude, is like if you've got a good tight end that you can secure early, you know, that's worth. Luxury. Yeah. More I never had to worry if I got Travis Kelsey. It's a like, flex ah. receiver. Right. So like taking that good tight end, there's only three of them or four of them. Right. Those guys go, those guys are available floating around. You take them. I know you take them high fifth round, fourth, you know what I mean? You take them there. So, but I, we don't know he's that. So I wouldn't take him there yet. It's a little bit of a risk to take him that high this early in his career. Yeah. But don't also not, it's also (laughs) like 
if you're if Man, you're still got trash Matt Ryan throwing to him. Matt Ryan is not trash. He's just like old. Bad defense. <laughs> He's got a bad defense. I think Matt Ryan's gonna have I think his receivers are going to be good. I think his receivers his defense are not the ones losing his games. I've seen them implode on offense plenty of times. He did, he did have some bad games last year, but his receivers are going to have good fantasy seasons. I think some of his receivers, uh, definitely Calvin Ridley, and I would say Kyle Pitts are both going to be real good in fantasy. Uh, I like him. Remember last year? Let's not forget that Steve fucked us a little bit by taking Darren Waller and Mark Andrews, like Oof. with back-to-back picks. How did we let that happen? He, has no, he had no idea what he was doing. No what he was doing. Did no, he I, do that on a snake move? Like what? Like, uh, he, dude, that's why I hate snake drafts, bro. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's part of the challenge, man. I love the snake draft. We still don't, I also like it. I don't know yet what we're going to do. Um, we're probably going to do no keepers in a total redraft because we're going to add a bunch of player uh, teams. We're adding some new members to the league, uh, but I don't know exactly who it's going to be yet. So hopefully by the next podcast, I'll have a better idea of what our league's going to look like, uh, how many teams and whatnot. But if we add enough teams, obviously if we change the number of teams, we have to completely redraft. So be random. Well, I'll get an equal fair shot at everybody. So that's what's up. All right. Um, I think that's that's pretty good. We got to get going. Um, do you guys got any shows you want to promo? Anything you want to you got coming up? You want to share? Kelly Brothers next Thursday. Kelly Brothers next Thursday. I won't be there unfortunately for that. I have another show, but uh, should be a lot. But of fun. that's I think uh, Fossil's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Fossil kind of take turns on that. Host- oh, cool, cool, cool co-producing it like i sent the flyer to him today um but yeah it's been it's been really fun it's been a pretty good crowd every time so nice fun little bar show nice are you doing uh the kava bar next week it's every other tuesday right Mm -hmm. yeah every other tuesday and we're doing we're doing the writer's workshop beforehand so and it's in pompano Mm -hmm. yep it's right around the corner i might come up to that because sweet caroline's pissing me off and i don't care who here who knows it fair (laughs) Miami um, comedy has been pissing me off. It's like too far, you know, whatever. Yeah, man, we have a good time and it's, it's relatively early. Like realistically, you could be home earlier than you would even driving back and forth. You could still. What time does it start? It starts at seven. No, we started at eight now. I'm going to push. Oh, that's fine. But if you come up early, we're having tacos. We, we workshop jokes together. So it's a little writer's group. It's fun. And, uh, and there's usually some real people there watching. It's not a huge group, but everybody who's there, you get their attention. You can really nice. stuff. Do, so. they, do they sell, I mean, a kava, kratom, all that stuff? It's all just that like stuff. A- yep. They got the whole shebang plus nice. uh, like CBD kombucha, which I always get, which is nice. They've got hookahs and stuff like that. And you can nice. bring takeout from the Mexican place, which is awesome. Oh, cool. We, uh, well, but that's where we're meeting beforehand to like hang out and workshop. Awesome. I love, uh, I love kratom. Pretty yeah, good. It's, it's, it's got a good drink. They do some good stuff. Yeah. They, they do some Kratom sodas and stuff that are really Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. They do some blends. It's, it's really good. So cool. that's next Tuesday. Yeah. What about you, Vital? Last night, Vital, you were at Vital was, we went to the, uh, the Miami Improv. Dude. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Oh, great set. It was awesome. You got anything else coming up? Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, I, I will be um, opening up with Kyle Grooms, uh, Abby Show at the Cis Trunk Market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard good things. Yeah, 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 that's that's close to that's in Fort Lauderdale, right? Close to mm-hmm. right across the street. That's awesome, man. Good stuff. I got um, my Blue Jean Blues show tomorrow night, and then I'm in Jacksonville for two nights. 
this weekend, Friday and Saturday night. I got shows with my Gold Coast Comedy Tour in Jacksonville, a couple breweries. And then Sunday night, I'm featuring on a show in Atlanta. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It should be a lot of fun. And then I'll be back Monday for open mics on Mondays and Tuesday and then a bunch of other shit. So yeah, man, good week. Good stuff. Zach, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you've been so, you know, helpful with our fantasy projections. We really appreciate that. If only we could get Zach hooked on fantasy, he would turn into such, he, you know, like he's a Dungeons and Dragons guy. So he could, we could convert him to being a fantasy football. I think we could. Easily. We can do it. He's like, he's got that nerd mentality already. All we'd have to do is watch football and he would, he would be, he would take off and run with it, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. All right. It was great to see you guys. You too. Thank you everybody for listening. We have been fantasy CTE. We'll be back. Uh, I don't know. In a couple of weeks, whenever. <laughs> take care of my face. There it is again. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. All right. I'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Bye, Bye. fellas. Oh, <laughs>